WVOW Local News, now. Mountain Valley Pipeline has been halted again by the court system. I'm Aaron Stone. Three judges with the Fourth Circuit of the U.S. Court of Appeals entered a short order late Monday to stay construction in the Jefferson National Forest while a court challenge continues. A second stay entered Tuesday morning halts construction even more broadly. As a $6.6 billion project first got authorization from the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission in 2017, its completion was repeatedly delayed by regulatory hurdles and court challenges. Congress appeared to explicitly clear the path for the pipeline's completion through a rider that was recently placed in the debt limit legislation. That rider says Congress ratifies and approves all permits and other approvals required for construction and initial operation of the Mountain Valley Pipeline. Two lawsuits brought by the Wilderness Society back prior to the congressional action alleged violations of multiple environmental laws and contended the pipeline project's permits were defective. The pipeline is a proposed 303-half-mile interstate natural gas pipeline will cross nine West Virginia counties, transport natural gas to the East Coast markets. Metro News correspondent Brad McElhaney says the case may end up at the U.S. Supreme Court. Equitrans Midstream, the pipeline's developer, expressed disappointment, said the order calls into question whether the project can really be completed by the end of the year and described the possibility of an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Both Senators Joe Manchin and Shelley Moore Capito have voiced their objections to the ruling. WVOW Logan. Medical emergencies are never expected. They just happen. And when they do, it's critical to know that the skilled emergency medicine specialists and advanced diagnostic technologies at Logan Regional Medical Center are nearby. With imaging, laboratory, and surgery services close, you have access to all the resources you need for high-quality emergency medical care. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well, live well, that's why we're here. For more information, visit LoganRegionalMedicalCenter.com. Veterans Service Representative will return to the Veterans Resource Center at Hen Lawson later this month. It's a great resource for families with limited internet connectivity or in need of help navigating the process to submit a claim. The VSR will be available to assist anyone with filing a claim, checking a claim status, or just listening to families in need of assistance for their veteran. The VSR will be available from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Hen Lawson Center on Wednesday, July 26th. For more information, contact Quincy Nelson, 304-752-2110. Five finalists announced for the 2024 West Virginia Teacher of the Year. West Virginia Department of Education announced finalists include Sharon Cole, a second grade teacher at Cerrito Canova Elementary in Wayne County. Jennifer Kirk, a high school English teacher in Fayette. Michael Harshbarger at the Cabell County Career Technology Center. Kimberly Hunt at Roosevelt Elementary in Mason County. And Jamie Young, a teacher from Ohio County. Finalists were determined from all 55 individual county teachers of the year. Teacher of the Year and Service Personnel of the Year will be awarded by the West Virginia Department of Education on September 12th at the Clay Center in Charleston. Students at Southern West Virginia Community Technical College, well, they can guarantee their classes by signing up early with an option of paying later. Students wanting to sign up for classes early at Southern can do so without paying a thing until the first day of classes. August 21st, Southern operates campuses in Logan, Mingo, Boone, Lincoln, and Wyoming counties. Students can begin the process online at Southern's website, southernwv.edu. 
A well-known and successful West Virginia attorney is no longer representing former WVU basketball coach Bob Huggins, especially in matters associated with WVU. Wheeling attorney Bob Fitzsimmons sent a letter to WVU General Counsel Stephanie Taylor Tuesday saying that he no longer represents Huggins when it comes to WVU. The university said Fitzsimmons reached out to Taylor last Friday seeking information about Huggins' compensation and benefits after his resignation. WVU said it was confused of who was representing Huggins after received correspondence with a Cleveland-based attorney, David Campbell, claiming Huggins never resigned and was demanding to be reinstated as the basketball coach. Fitzsimmons was one of the attorneys that accompanied Huggins in Pittsburgh last week in court on DUI charges from last month. Logan moves on to the Southeast Regional Major League Softball Tournament. This is after winning the state tournament in Barbersville Tuesday. With more on this story, WVOW's Bill Lusk. Emma Lackey and Zoe Chaney combined on a three-hit shutout, while Ayla Vance was two for two with a double and two RBIs as Logan defeated Hot Saunders 2-0 on Tuesday afternoon in the West Virginia Major League Softball State Championship at Barbersville. Lackey picked up the win for Logan after allowing two hits, seven strikeouts, and three walks in four and a third innings. Chaney earned the save after she allowed one hit and struck out two batters in one and two-third innings. Logan will now advance to the Southeast Region Tournament where they will face the Tennessee State Champion on July 24th at 5 p.m. at Southeast Park in Warren Robins, Georgia. All games can be seen on ESPN+. For Logan, Vance had two hits while Fleming had one hit and two runs scored. Chrissy Dress and Lackey each had a single for Logan's two other hits. The Logan All-Stars will be one of six state champions in the Southeast Regional in Warren Robins, Georgia, joining Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia in the double elimination tournament. The man 9-10-11 All-Stars fell behind the Barbersville All-Stars 9-0 Tuesday night at Hedgesville in the state semifinals of the 9-10-11 state tournament. Barbersville posted a 9-3 win over the Man All-Stars as Man committed six errors in the contest. Lost for the first time in the tournament. The loss ends Man's season, but what a remarkable run the young ladies had for Man as they captured the Mountaineer Division Championship in the 9-10-11 state tournament to advance to the Final Four where they lost to Barbersville. For man, Erica Mullins had two hits. Carly Caserta had a double, an RBI, and a run scored, while Lydia Smith and Anna Belcher each had one hit. Macy Corns scored a run for the man All-Stars. Mia Johnson was a losing pitcher for man. She tossed five innings, allowing nine runs. Just two of them were earned, allowed five hits, striking out seven and walking two. For Barbersville, Chloe Casey did it in the circle and at the plate. For Barbersville, she pitched five and a two innings, allowed three runs on four hits with eight strikeouts and one walk, and was one for two at the plate with two RBIs. Barbersville will face Hedgesville Wednesday evening for the 1911 state championship. For WVOW Sports, I'm Bill Lusk. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Today, it's plain old hot. We need to get used to this, I think. Although it is going to be just a little cooler thanks to rain tomorrow. 
So today we're up around 87 to 90, and tomorrow we're going to get up to about 85, but there should be some rounds of showers and storms. I'm thinking early, I'm thinking in the afternoon. Some of those could be strong to severe. That'll keep the high at 85. Smaller chance for scattered showers and storms Friday. It's there. It's not a big chance. Otherwise, partly cloudy, hot, stuffy, and 88. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Adkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. The cold fields start the day with the morning Bob news. Bob Fitzsimmons tells WVU he's no longer representing Huggins in matters concerning WVU. Fitzsimmons had reached out to University's General Counsel Stephanie Taylor late last week on behalf of Huggins for information concerning the coach's final pay and benefits. But then a day later, WVU heard from Cleveland attorney David Campbell, who said he was representing Huggins. The morning news, weekdays, starting at 6 a.m. on WVOW.